0: Basement Bookers Podcast. Hello, everybody, and welcome to the Basement Bookers Podcast. One week after what was definitely the second greatest Forbidden Door, the best door forbidden since the last Forbidden Door confirmed. Rich Deriz here with me, Basement Jer, in this wrestling podcast. Nothing serious here, just having a good old time talking about the time-old honored tradition of rolling around as men and sometimes women. Rich DeRiz, welcome to the second Best Forbidden Door post-show and also the Money in the Bank Best one Since the Last One Ladder Match. Actually, it's it's probably the most mid one since the last one. I don't remember much of the last one, but I feel like uh, if you look at when we talk about the participants, it's a who's who of. uh, Wow, if they win, it's like this is amazing, you know, at least for the men's side. So there's a lot going on there. And of course, we will do that after this. But if this is your first time here. Uh, Thanks for coming by. If you are an OG, if you are a manny type, thanks for coming every week. Show an appreciation of support. We support, well, we appreciate you. Uh, we, We will, however, support you with 200 basement bookers dollars. Remember. Non fungible, non fundable, non money, not real, has no monetary value. It's really inside you. It's for the spirit. So enjoy that and uh, don't worry about any kind of inflation. It will always be the same number. It will always be, what was the number I said? 100 basement dollars. 200 basement dollars. So. Just remember, unlike everything else, 200 basement dollars will always be 200 basement dollars. That's right. That's right. Rose.
1: That that that's right, basically Jared. Thank you for the intro. Thank you for telling us about what absolutely as we predicted was one of the top 2 Forbidden Door events in history of Forbidden Door events. So, we're going to talk about those. Uh first up, I want to talk about um The Ishii, Kingston, and Elite match, they got the win. I liked this match. It was fun. It was a little all over the place. Um, I remember liking it. I don't remember a lot of highlights of it, but I highlighted it today when I did my highlights just five minutes ago.
0: Oh, you mean this match?
1: Yeah, that's the one. That's right. Mainly the progression of storyline with uh, Eddie Kingston and Claudio featuring Mox so there's all of that going on
0: yeah i on the other hand i don't care for this uh this this lover's quarrel uh this uh this haters triangle uh if you if to paraphrase uh the words there um and i i saw they were building this for a long time ever since claudio came in uh Eddie Kingston has not made it secret that he does not like him. And mm-hmm. this continued on all elite wrestling's dynamite this week involving Renee young and she's yelling. She even got physical. It's like, he's like, I'm, you better fix this. Cause I'm over it or whatever. Mm-hmm. Cut the to shit. Which, to which I'm like, I don't get why she's so mad about this, but okay. Um,
1: probably because when cause, kingston goes over goes over the house to hang out they're bickering at home too
0: oh well like don't they have two, like a blackpool combat basement or something where they go down and roll against each other or whatever oh BCC Maybe they underground could talk in there yeah
1: yeah <laughs> bcc underground
0: yeah not to be confused with bbc underground no that's a raw underground right a raw dog underground these,
1: we these don't are run all... a
0: sloppy shop
1: there might be a couple of those in there These are all very different things.
0: What's the next thing?
1: Uh, Kenny.
0: Honestly, this match really started kicking off as soon as Will Ospreay came out to the ring and he proclaimed that it was Ospreay time. And then he proceeded, as I predicted, to Ospreay all over the place. And that included all over Kenny Omega's face. What a contest. It had everything you could want. It had blood. You savages. I could do without it. However, if you want to do it, maybe not so early in the match where I have to watch these guys wrestle for such a long time, you're losing so much blood. Mm -hmm. And I get your gimmick is that you're a sick fuck, but the whole licking a man's blood off of you in this day and age... It looked kind of like ketchup. I know it was real blood, but still, you know, it was a little too light to be ketchup. You know, ketchup's a little thick. You know, that was definitely real blood. He did. And also, like, he did, like, the all right, the referees, they're very lax. Why listen to them ever? Kenny Omega, the whole time, the ref is, like, Admarshing. he's like, you got to get in. You got to win in there. And he's like, ah, he just mm-hmm. does what he wants. The referees must be respected. The sanctification of most referees should be respected. And uh, whoever that guy is, was it Bryce Rimjob or was somebody else? Uh, No disrespect. He's a good man, I'm sure. But um, when it comes to refereeing, the character himself, he gets no respect from like anybody. Whoever that referee was, what were you even there for? I was thinking is this a lights out match? I could have was this no disqualification? It's a regular ass IWGP US heavyweight championship match. I get it. Rules are boring. Yeah, They're so I boring.
1: I don't know if the announcer's mentioned it, but it could that could easily be explained by the referee giving them some leniency due to the high profile nature of the match, some... the high stakes. It's, it's it's a very... It's a heated rivalry. Did you
0: say some leniency? Yeah. There was a lot of leniency. Okay, It was almost like in the video game fight forever. There I was hm. in a match against PAC, a singles match, and what happens? Death Triangle comes out and they proceed to beat the crap out of me as if this was a three-on-one handicap match. Aubrey Edwards... She's just calling the match. They're definitely beating me up. She doesn't no disqualification. This is a disqualification match. It's More a like regular Aub- ass match.
1: More like Aubrey Dreadwords.
0: Yeah, this is unbelievable. I'm gonna, I gotta, I gotta write an email to Digital Tony Khan. This is ridiculous. Anyway,
1: I like how they call him TK in the game.
0: Yeah, it's because they love him. So at one point. It, I thought Kenny Omega's neck broke.
1: Yeah, that was bad. That's the red highlight I have in this otherwise green highlighted match in my notes here.
0: Yeah, well I'm glad it didn't break. I'm glad I glad though its neck broke.
1: There was a there was a second angle that I I guess a photographer got another angle of it and it looked safe from that angle, but the angle we got, it was like
0: bad. Oh, so I guess we got camera tricked. All right. Right. Excellent.
1: Uh, but I'm I'm gonna eat my words here real quick, because I I admit when I'm wrong. I thought it was gonna be Danielson Okada match of the night. This to me actually was match of the night.
0: I thought this was match of the night because I didn't think Brian Danielson should have won. I don't think he should have beat Okada. Uh, if I'm being honest, like all it like all does. It yeah, you did. Like, but all it does is like it just lowers the credibility of Okada in America because if you do math, MJF tapped Daniel Bryan, Bryan Danielson,
2: mm-hmm.
0: to the point he was like a sad little man that needed to go home, and then he comes back and he's able to tap Okada. one of the best. Japanese wrestlers ever mm-hmm. in Okada. So when's the rollback on this? You know, is this at the next forbidden door? Or, you know?
1: I mean, if it is, then that would certainly make it easily one of the top three best forbidden door ever.
0: Uh it might be the the, the third best forbidden door. So it's the second best forbidden door, That's which right. is always gonna be after the first Forbidden Door, numerically, right.
1: Of course. So that that's already a huge card.
0: Yeah. Oh, I'd also be remiss if I didn't mention that there's a Blood and Guts match scheduled for next week. Uh, that was mentioned on Dynamite, I believe. That's right. So forgot about that, but that's fine. Blood and Guts. Right.
1: I was mainly looking at my uh, Forbidden Door notes.
0: I'm just going off of what I remember from today.
1: I think that's good.
0: Unsurprisingly, Morgan J. Fry, uh, not to be related to uh, Fry from Futurama, he uh, won, he beat uh, Tanahashi. He beat Tanahashi, who, I'm sorry, Richter is, is not Naito. Right. So, you know, just for the record, again, so... It, of course, the dynamite diamond ring came into play. Is that correct?
1: Yes, it did.
0: Um, you know, I can understand how he would lose because I, too, have been struck by the dynamite uh, diamond ring uh, and Fight Forever. But, yeah, we, this was academic. We knew this was going to happen. Uh MJF sent out a tweet that was scheduled to be like after he was done, but apparently his timing was off. Mm-hmm. So that's all I've got to say about that. What that was a, great. A contest.
1: I love that the announcers acknowledge it, too.
0: Yeah. Which, so now, which really just
1: means they're looking at their phones while they're working.
0: Exactly. Or it could have been like, you know, they might not have been like, hey, could you guys talk about this? Because I'm in your head. Can you mm-hmm. mention that tweet or whatever? I thought it was cool. Mm-hmm. That's my Tony Khan. And then, um, so on Dynamite, MJF was like, you know, Adam Cole, it was nice of you. It was smart of you to call in sick instead of fighting Filthy Tom, who I was very disappointed when I found out that Filthy Tom would not be participating. Uh, I was looking forward to him beating the shit out of Adam Cole, but that didn't happen. Uh, Look, we don't know one way or the other because the match didn't happen. So I might not be wrong, but I might be right. So um so they're friends now like mjf is like adam cole got into a truck got it with like a with mjf and they're going no he's
1: so cole is stringing him along because they're tag partners in the blind eliminator tag team tournament
0: i is this a whole like story device just for them
1: not specifically. Um, there are a few. There's, I think, one other odd tag team in the bunch. I just don't remember which it is. It was announced this week, it's
0: in my yeah, notes somewhere probably. I think they had Darby Allen and Orange Cassidy on a team. That's a team, it's but like, that... didn't they tag before? That's not that weird, right? That's not. I don't remember which which the it's other the one was. It's Keith Lee and Swerve
1: Strickland, right? That's the one.
0: But it's like they've tagged before. And then it's like, oh, no, but they're definitely enemies this time. Yeah, but that's not, I guess, but you're just going, I guess they're going to reignite that since uh, Keith Lee, he took, I, I think, um, Tony Khan, he paid money. He got the private jet ready. Uh, they flew uh, They flew Keith Lee to uh, the headquarters of the League of Shadows he went into the uh the Lazarus pit and he's come out less gray. Mm-hmm. So he's still just as fat as before, but that right. it, you know, all it does is de-age you. It doesn't de-girth you, especially if you need that girth to smother people and beat them. Honestly, I don't know why Keith Lee's finisher is it just lay on you, you know? Mm-hmm. Like Elon Musk calls it the walrus. Because he says he just lays his body weight on you. Mm. So I don't know if you guys know this. This is combat sport related. Mm -hmm. So Elon Musk and Zuckerberg are agreeing to do a fight. And now the Italian government, they're saying if they want to do it in the Coliseum, they can. And look, man, I am here for it. Dana White, book that shit. Let's go. Let's have these two brilliant men do head trauma to each other, and then not get off this planet. Let's do that. This is the best thing for us, I think. What do you make of that?
1: I don't have any. So this is the first I'm hearing of the the Roman Coliseum portion of this. Oh yeah. Everything everything else I saw was just like Elon getting his mom to like write him a note for why he can't uh, oh. take part in the fight.
0: No, you got you got jobs, son. There's Elon Musk parody account. And sometimes he catches people. It's not him. Like there's an actual blue check. It even says it's a parody account. You have to pay attention. Yeah, he does that. Yeah,
1: all the blue check means is is someone's paying eight bucks.
0: Yeah, but it's easy to obviously you got caught, so
1: (laughs) it's been reposted all over Facebook.
0: I know, but you still even even if it's a repost, you still got caught worse. Like an idiot who got fooled, fooled you. You know, it's like a chain. I'm always careful.
1: Wow. Chain of fools.
0: Yes. A real chain of fools. You fools. All right. Let's move on to the next one. All right. <laughs> All right, everybody. Here we have Brian Danielson versus Okada. Apparently, it was more important to get that song one time than to hire a guy. I feel sorry for that person because they said at the scrum that it was so expensive. It's a contract for like wow. a wrestler, so it's it's a one-time deal. Sorry.
1: That was a, that was a one-time thing.
0: Oh yeah, that's what they said at the you what I saw on YouTube in the scrummy thing. Crazy. Once again, Punk not allowed to speak, so that's good. So that's great. Um,
1: so I did like this match a lot. Uh, I was a I to to your point from before. I was a little surprised at the finish, at um, Brandon Dander tapping Okada.
0: Yeah, apparently Okada is now the second best wrestler in the world, and that was really smart, according to Daniel I, Bryan. Yeah, Bryan I Danielson. wonder.
1: I wonder if they rushed the finish a little bit because when Okada hit the elbow drop on Brandon Dander, uh, he broke dander's arm
0: for real though yeah he's been wrestling kind of banged up i feel like this is the brian danielson danielson brian farewell tour and that's why he's getting all these like dream matches of his done
2: mm-hmm. you
0: know he's really kind of if he's like involved with uh bbc or whatever bcc he's you know i don't judge but whatever you want to do as long as Bree's good Uh, anyway. So, Jesus Christ. <laughs> so, whatever he wants to do, and we did say mm-hmm. he was going to take this fist. And he was going to take it, he's going to shove it. And he did, but not really. But yeah, it happened. Um, Yeah, congratulations on your dream. You can finish what your thoughts were because you're better at the actual wrestling involved there, buddy.
1: So, I mean, it, it's possible that they rushed the finish a little bit, which is where I was before. Um, but it looked like, like the, like if they did, they did it in a way that it looked legit. It looked like the whole thing was planned exactly like that. I liked the modified La bell lock rings of Saturn. That was cool. And you your... it's
0: cool. I say it's excruciatingly painful, but okay. Oh, yeah.
1: Also, for, for, for Brian, with his broken arm. It's that's one I mean. of it's one of the two bones in here that's broken. Uh Bree showed a photo on Instagram of his x-ray.
0: Yeah, she's insane. And so is he. That makes sense.
1: Yeah. So, um to your point about this being like the Brian Danielson tour, I mean, we kind of said that about AJ Styles when he got to WWE, get, like he was getting a bunch of like really high-profile matches like right off the bat.
0: Well, it's a little bit and, different, right?
1: And he's been there seven years now. It is because AJ Styles never had a career threatening, career temporarily ending injury, thankfully. But, you know, age wise, they're both up there for a wrestler. Yeah,
0: but I think Brian Danielson is more fragile
1: because
0: mm-hmm. he's been concussed more, as far as I know. So yeah. that's what I mean in fragile, not like fragile body, but like a lot of concussions and stuff. So the the brain itself is
1: yeah. The brain is just a fragile thing. Yep. You only get one. Take care of it. That the brain is you. This is just a meat suit.
0: It's like a vehicle for me personally. Mm
1: -hmm. Um, It's like crying on Ninja Turtles.
0: Well, forbidden door two is behind us, which was definitely the best forbidden door since the last forbidden door. 100%. Um, But this time we got a lot going on. We're headed to the O2 Arena where an opportunity awaits one man, one woman, a briefcase each. That, can, that is known to change careers. Now, from what I understand, they've made an emphasis to say that you could use the Money in the Bank briefcase on any championship, apparently. Mm-hmm. Which, uh, why use it on anything but the best championship? Unless you're being cor- coaxed by the NXT champion, Charlotte Flair style. And the Royal Rumble, but like, this is the money in the bank briefcase. It's way different. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? It's like anytime, anywhere, what are you doing with the NXT championship?
1: I, I mean, I'd say the same thing about the Rumble. I mean, that that's. You're going to main event main. I yeah, mean, no, because disrespect... you
0: could do it anytime you want. But the Rumble, it's specifically mania.
1: Yeah, but like no disrespect to NXT and no disrespect to Rhea Ripley, of course. Or Charlotte Flair, I should say. But why the NXT title?
0: I think Mania? it's more... It's not so much about the NXT championship, but f- beating Rhea Ripley. hmm You know? It's like fighting someone you've never fought before who is, like, the top of their uh, field. Mm-hmm. Uh Like, the best, you know, NXT has to offer currently... Charlotte Flair was the best NXT he had to offer. It, it played a role in what I think is what Rhea Ripley is now. Uh, nonetheless, um, let's talk about those so we can have this ready for the people. Well, Richard is since we've officially have closed the Forbidden Door forever until the next Forbidden Door... We are going to be speaking more about the Money in the Bank pay-per-view this Saturday, July 1st, at the London-England O2, probably, right? That's the O2 arena, right?
1: I think it is. Yeah. We won't be
0: there, but these guys will be here. I'm talking, of course, about Roman Reigns, Solo Koa. And the Usos, and what is billed as a bloodline civil war, Rich Deriz, what do you make of this?
1: So the first thing that I want to talk about here real quick is just the wording here, bloodline civil war. Let me ask you, when the Confederacy tried to secede, it was called the Civil War, right?
0: Brother against brother.
1: Right. they The, the Confederacy failed. They That's did not, right. They did not successfully secede. When the uh 13 colonies tried to secede from England, it wasn't called a Civil War. It was called a revolution. The colonies won. Right. I wonder if this is foreshadowing that our tribal chief, Roman Reigns, and Solis co are going to emerge victorious
0: here. Uh, You know, I think that's true. Uh, History has taught us that Roman Reigns, the tribal chief, uh, he doesn't lose. So, it's do or die here. Uh, This is about putting the Usos in their place. Uh, Who knows what could happen after this? What it could lead to? I'm curious about that. Um but this is bad for the bloodline. Maybe after it's over, maybe the Usos will fall in line, and maybe there'll be more of a mutual respect instead of what it was before. Maybe this could make the bloodline stronger. Maybe there's some things we don't know. Variables, relatives, Could come into play. This could be huge. So. I'm going to definitely. Put the tribal chief. I will not go against him. Well Rich. You know. You've been champing at the bit. Which is the actual term. Mm -hmm. To. Talk about this. The men's money in the bank ladder match. Where. Seven men will go and try to grab that briefcase right there, smack dab in the middle of that screen in the ring, and just get their opportunity at what has to be the Seth Rollins please don't go championship. There's Mm -hmm. no other option here. So Rich there is. Let's talk about this. All right. We, we we know that Logan Paul is in this match.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: We know that this could be an upset. This could be... It better not be Logan Paul. Okay? Right. Mm-hmm. Here's my prediction. It's a non-disqualification match. I don't know... Like, obviously, Rhea Ripley's a very busy woman, but she could help Damian Priest. The main event, from what I understand, may be Cody Rhodes, the American nightmare, Cody Rhodes, against Dominic Mysterio.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: Because rumor has it, there is a beast among them. So, In regards to this match, Damian Priest, to me, looks good for it. He looks like he's raring to go. I like the story. It's Finn Balor versus Seth Rollins tonight. But we don't even know the placement of that match, so you can't base it off of this money in the bank, right? Right. I am going to pick what I feel is the underdog here. There's gonna be an upset. I think it's gonna be LA Knight. I think LA Knight could be Mr. Buddy in the back. Yeah.
1: Wow. So I think that's bold. Um, even under the Triple H regime, I feel like they've been more dedicated to the storyline than to giving the people what they want. The store like the storylines have been good enough that they can hold off on giving us what we want now in favor of a better payoff later on. So Knight is gonna easily be the crowd favorite here. He has been, he's been proven to be. Um he's get he's getting a lot of cheers.
0: It's they were noticeable. Booing Rey Mysterio. Hmm? For LA Knight, they were booing Rey Mysterio, dude.
1: Which is crazy. I can't remember the last time Ray got booed. Yeah. So I would love for LA Knight to win. Yeah. But I think they're going to stick with the plan. I think the plan is Damian Priest.
0: All right. So seeing as Baron Corbin has recently returned as the Lone Wolf, Mm -hmm. do you think. that Butch could be Pete Dunne again, for Buddy in the bank. What with them being home and all.
1: Well, Corbin was only the Lone Wolf in NXT so far. He hasn't brought it to the main roster. I right. don't know. I don't know what their consistency is going to be on that. Um, I like the question. I like the line of thinking. I like Corbin as something other than whatever the hell he is right now. That is not the Lone Wolf. It's post happy Corbin.
0: If I had to say consistency, I would say Flan. Mm. Like not what not not talking about body because I was I I am post Flan right now physically. Mm. Um, I think Corbin's doing great. Uh, it's it's good that he put a shirt on. I think it was a smart move. Mm-hmm. Um, I do the same, you know. Mm-hmm. So in regards to that, but yeah. Excellent choices. Sorry, Logan.
1: Logan yeah, no, sorry. no need to say that. The people that we're discussing here the that are in the absolute worst shape are in far better shape than either of us will ever be.
0: Let's talk about the uh, Intercontinental Championship match. Uh, Riddle, who's had his bare feet, ankle stomped, uh, by this very large fellow, uh, who's not—he—he he doesn't care for his tomfoolery, mm-hmm. and that is Gunter, who has not been pinned, or submitted, or anything in like four hundred days or something. What a run! Mm-hmm. What could possibly happen here? Prediction, pain, the ring general. One, two, three. What do you make of that?
1: I'd agree. The only Excellent. way, the only thing I can see this really leading to uh, is, fingers crossed here, maybe, and maybe it's a little bit of wishful thinking, but post-match beatdown with uh, Vinci and Kaiser, and then all of a sudden, we hear voices in our head.
0: You think Randy will come back? Wow.
1: I think it would be huge, and honestly, right now I can't think of anyone else that could possibly take the title from Gunther.
0: And then Randy RKO's Riddle. Sure. Yeah, yeah. Because if even if you don't get Randy versus Gunther, you can get Randy versus Riddle. Yeah. You know.
1: Do triple threat. Do whatever. I mean, I'm I'm here for it. If Randy Orton comes back, he's good to go. I'm happy.
0: Because Vinci, he's been hurt though, right? But he could come back.
1: Yeah. He so. participated in the beatdown on Monday.
0: Oh, okay.
1: Something like uh, lim- limitedly. Like he's got like a, he has a, an injured leg, but. I don't uh know that's how all right. He's got another is. one. Yeah, that's true. Unlike Zach Gowan, right?
0: Sure. All right. Who you got here, buddy? Gunta. Shamer. All right. What a stupid question, right? Okay. Why are we even talking talking about about this?
1: this?
0: (laughs) Now I'm nervous about that money in the bank. All right. What if Ricochet won and he cashed in on Gunter to get revenge? Because Gunter beat Ricochet for the Intercontinental Championship
1: that's something they could do, I haven't seen any sort of clues that that's what they will do. So,
0: strangely enough, the Women's Championship will be defended on uh, SmackDown. Spoiler alert, we don't have a new SmackDown Women's Champion. (laughs) So, don't even worry about it. Mm -hmm. Um, So, instead, we are treated to... Uh, the still don't have a tag de- a, a team name, but Shayna Baszler and Ronda Rousey, the dual horsewomen, uh, taking on the likes of the surprisingly returnedly fresh Liv Morgan, with Raquel Rodriguez, who lost to Ronda in like three minutes on Monday Night Raw, right? Which was like, all right, sure, I guess. Mm-hmm. Raquel Rodriguez, known fact, is a favorite to win the 2024 Royal Rumble match. If you can believe it. Yes.
1: That's a super early favorite.
0: Yeah, man. So, in regards to this match currently that we happen to be looking at, who Mm -hmm. do you think walks away as the women's champions?
1: Two of four. Rhonda and Jaina, meaning two of the four horsewomen.
0: That's right, two of four. I was like, wait, what board collective are they in? All
1: right. <laughs> they are the horsewomen. Resistance is futile.
0: Oh my god, limb by limb. I, 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 yeah, I, I typed um, it
1: in, but you didn't say
0: it. Obviously, uh, I also take two of four because mm-hmm. resistance is futile. Next in order of arrow keys. Uh we have four. The Seth Rollins Please Don't Go Championship. A very game Finn Balor. The Finn Balor that I've been looking for. The one who watched Revenge. I loved his promo. And they they didn't just, they showed. They didn't just tell. Because I forgot that Balor was on his way out from relinquishing the championship. And he's on the ramp. And Seth Rollins was laughing at him. Uh The same way he currently laughs at people. And of course, that triggered Balor because he remembers. Uh So, in this particular match, I would really love it for Finn Balor to get his revenge. Unfortunately, that is not going to be the case here. Seth Rollins is gonna retain his championship. What do you make of that?
1: Two things I want to say. First, do you remember I I mean I, I won't even claim to have any idea how long ago it was, but we talked about how WWE had hired someone to be in charge of consistency in their storytelling?
0: Yes, I vaguely remember that.
1: this, that promo, That video package is the payoff of that. Without that that person (laughs) and under Vince, we would not have seen that thread being pulled over here.
0: I want to be optimistic and believe that's the case. Mm -hmm. Because there's been so many times where that wasn't the case. With, like, other things. You know, sometimes they forget stuff. But I guess this is one of those things where it's like, okay, I guess... They came to work. Vince mm-hmm. wasn't allowed to last minute change something, and they just, you know, we have the package, man. What Why is this doing? door locked? Damn it! This door's locked because we changed the key. Your new office right. is in the Portageon.
1: <laughs> and as far as my pick, please don't go.
0: All right, Seth Rollins. That's right. All right. Looks like you're trying to go for uh for broke here. Onto to Ween. Speaking of Weens, I mean, going for broke here. The, uh, thank you, Trish, Memorial, Money in the Bank, Ladies' Ladder Match. Uh, we have the lovely EO Sky. The, the incredibly, amazingly, somehow, still looks amazing, Trish Stratus. Zoe Stark. What you see is what you get. And then, uh, Bailey, Top Shelf. Then we got Zelina Vega. What's she going to cosplay as? I don't know. Something anime. Maybe you're Naruto or something. And then the man, Becky Lynch, who has yet to win a Money in the Bank briefcase ladder match. I know you've probably done something. You've probably typed already. Yep. Who I will choose. Mm -hmm. However, this year is not the case. I feel like the odds are against Becky Lynch. Trish Stratus, Zoe Stark, working together to stop Trish Stratus. I mean, to stop Becky Lynch from grabbing that briefcase.
2: Mm-hmm. This
0: ain't over. EO Sky is my pick to win the ladies' money in the Bank Ladder match because I want it bad. Mm-hmm. Hopefully, this doesn't come back to bite me. If it does, whatever, I'll just win again because I'm basement chair. Hmm. Rich there is. what do you, you are, do here? You are definitely
1: the winningest basement champion. Uh, I would love to see EO Sky win. I would love to see EO uh, with the briefcase um, taunting Asuka. I think, like, Asuka would be the story. I think it would be a lot of fun. Yes. For me, you know, first of all, thank you, Trish. But secondly, I think it's going to be Becky.
0: Oh, my God. You know, for storyline purposes, I'm not even going to change my pick. Mm -hmm. For storyline purposes.
1: Our storyline or their storyline? Or both?
0: You know, Rich, there is. Life is like a storyline. You know? So, yes. You never know
1: what you're going to get.
0: Yes. The answer is yes to both. So Nice. Perfect. What might be the main event of the evening? The American Nightmare. Cody Rhodes takes on Mother Boy, Bobby mommy Boy, Mommy's Boy, Dominic Mysterio, who, uh, you know, here he looks tough, but really, he's softer than baby shit. So, <laughs> Rich Torres, I ask you, why is it Cody Rhodes? And how bad is Brock Lesnar going to beat the shit out of him after the match is over?
1: I will answer with this. The only way it's not Cody Rhodes is if they do something like last minute, make it no DQ or some form of no DQ match. And then we get Brock during the match. It does not cause a disqualification. And that's how Dominic wins.
0: He'd be a fool to take it. Uh, of course, honestly. of course, but he's Cody, right? But he's also got a foreign object mm-hmm. so he can really still defend himself. Mm-hmm. You know, um, I don't know why he doesn't. I was hoping like he would accidentally catch Rhea Ripley with it at one point. Mm. You know, wow. that'd be interesting. Mm-hmm. Hey, she's tough. She can handle it. Absolutely. So are we both on board here? Whoa, there goes Cody Rose. Okay, whoa, so um, let me make sure I didn't miss anything. I think that that's looks all like all them. seven. That's all seven. So, in rich fashion, he's gonna run us through the card so far. Let's see what we got.
1: Yep, for the Intercontinental Championship, we both have Gunta for the. Women's Tag Team Championships, we both have Ronda and Shayna in the Bloodline Civil War. We both have the Bloodline, Roman and Solo. Seth freaking Rollins versus Finn Balor for the World Heavyweight Championship. We both have Seth. (laughs) Cody versus Dominic. We both have Cody in the Women's Ladder Match. I have Becky. And basement Twisted Jer has EO Sky.
0: What is this? The upside down? This right? is the first time mm-hmm. for me.
1: And for the men's Money in the Bank ladder match, I have Damian Priest. Jer has L.A. Knight. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Well, Rich, I'm feeling pretty confident here. Uh, do we need a tiebreaker? We do. Whoa. so
1: let's see I'm gonna put my time in I already have it
0: in my head mine will be 26 and a half minutes I tread lightly on the uh insults you use did work out for you last time did it did not you're correct it did
1: not <laughs> I'm going to I'm gonna go a little under I'm gonna go 18 minutes.
0: Oh my God, I'm in trouble. Let's hope for decisive action here folks.
1: So if it's less than 22 minutes 15 seconds then I win the tiebreaker more than 2215 you baseman Jair win the tiebreaker.
0: I really hope this is dragged out as long as possible. Don't let me down Cody. You my boy bro. um excellent. Now I pose a question to you, the basement book of verse. Who do you think should win the Money in the Bank ladder match? Um, Who do you think is going to win the Civil War? Why? And your favorite match at the Forbidden Door pay-per-view. The best one since the last one. And then we will close that door forever.
1: Until the next one.
0: And speaking of, until the next one, thank you, everybody, for always supporting the Basement Booker's podcast. Uh, Most importantly, the OGs, the new Gs, hitting that like button, hitting that subscribe button, coming back, bringing it like good old JR's barbecue sauce. Baby! We got to get out of here, there's too much going on, but before we do that, I need to talk about something really serious for a moment. Today I saw recently on Twitter that we lost another professional wrestler who is kept who, who, who entertained us in the past. Um is very unfortunate. Uh, earlier in his life, he was paralyzed uh, from the neck down. Uh, I, ta- I, I am, of course, talking about draws. Um, he's passed away today. Um, we, we wish him uh, in the next life that he's in the heaven with all the other wrestlers, and he's fully mobile, and he's running wild up there. And he's teaming up. You know. uh, Hawk's up there, right? That's right. That's right. So we've got Road Warrior Hawk. Let's do this. Uh, Once again, rest in peace, good sir. And uh, may the force be with you. The wrestling force.
1: And with that, I feel it's particularly appropriate that Jerry give us his party message.
0: The match of life is scheduled for one fall. So make it count.
1: Do what the man says.
0: Follow the booker.